Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He's back. Three's company. For the ramble. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you on board this rambling ship. James or Jim is with me. Hello. Pete Donaldson's in the crow's nest. Hello. (laughs) And and Luke Moore's in the depths. I thought you were going to say poop deck. (laughs) Hello. All right. Um, Oh, Luke, it's... A pleasure to have you back. Enough of your sarcasm. Um, he's combed his hair a different way. Yeah. Ooh la la! Somebody's been the Crete. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a few of us mentioned it. He went, Whoa, why is everyone saying my hair's different? Because it is. Well, this is how they do it on the continent, so you have to deal with it. Because <laughs> <Really? laughs> yeah. you fit in so yeah. perfectly. That's the sound that players should go overseas. I've done it. Yeah. It's not that good. Stay <laughs> in. Yeah. Like Matt uh, Derbyshire. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, James. A very yes. good point. Matt Derbyshire's back on loan in the UK now. Yeah, that's he? what I mean. Yeah. Um, let's begin from the start. Uh, Alex scored a beauty against Arsenal. I'm sure that's everybody right. agrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, a smashing free kick. Gentlemen, cast your minds back to the time before now. Can you think <laughs> of a particularly good smashed free kick? That zoomed into the back of the net Straight for a free kick James or Jim? Well um, I don't know if it zoomed But he certainly smashed it I'm going to go for um, Janino Panambacao Against Barcelona Just any uh, Janino two, Yeah yeah <laughs> But it, the specific one I want to go for is It was last so year uh, Against Barcelona At home I believe Leon were and, In the um, Champions League Yes vehicles. And it was It was Almost a corner mm. like, The angle was absolutely spectacular But he really smashed it was But he gets them high and looping And they, he just always seems to get them right If you only watch his was goals it on YouTube Was it two years ago? <laughs> was, it, was it the year before last or was it last year? Uh, it was 2009 okay. um, So it would have been okay. You're stuff. right though, he, he does get the dip He does and just mm. he's, It's like he's absolutely perfected the art and science of taking a free kick yeah. Well as we said before like, A lot of goalkeepers have been stopped, stopped having walls Because yeah. they just wanted to see as much of the ball as they could yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous <laughs> A very, very strong start <laughs> yeah. PT uh, I'm going to go for a man who only seems to take this sort of free kick And a one close to my heart to challenge <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? <laughs> Anyone uh, in particular? The one against Georgia where he was in the six yard box Remember oh, uh, Teddy Sheringham Sheringham oh, yeah. backheeled it And he just yeah. leathered it as hard as he could And there was I think there was seven men on the line yeah. I thought you were going to go for the one against Leicester uh, at St James there was one against Sunderland that was quite good as well and when he, when the he was one bandaged up his head was all bandaged oh, up yeah, I remember there was the one, one at Old Trafford which is mm. probably his best one actually but not as good as the Georgia one because it was closer and more powerful okay. and it made me excited <laughs> right uh, right it was in the 90th minute of uh, a 2-0 England home win against Georgia 
ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fans. Yeah. Uh, Luke. I've got a Janino one as well. No. Yeah, you? but my one's better than your one, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it's the one he scored, and I, you guys, I know you two, Jim and Marcus, have definitely seen it because I remember sending it to you. Might have been a little bit before Pete was involved, but we'll definitely get it up those on the Yeah. <laughs> or as I like to call it, the good old days. Yeah, good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the no, glory era. It was in 2008, and it was in the semi final of uh, the Coup de France, the French Cup, and um, he smashed this free kick. I'm going to stick my neck out and say 45 yards out. I don't know what you right. Don't stick and your neck out, he'll hit, he'll hit you. No, man. yeah, you take your head off. <laughs> and it moved one way, then the other, then back again. <laughs> so the keeper, like, swiveled his body, couldn't, couldn't get anywhere near it. Right. And it uh, almost took the goalpost out of the ground. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like, not even the two blokes standing near him celebrated. They were just like... Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> just standing there thinking, what is happening here? <laughs> it's a great hit. It was, it, um, it was the best free kick I've ever seen. So I'm going to go magic. Yeah. I'm going to go for a Roberto Carlos one. Now, there's obviously many to choose from, but I'm not going for that one. Mm. I'm going to go for one. It was away to Argentina for Brazil, of course, in a World Cup qualifier for Germany 06, I believe. And Argentina won 3 1. Raquel May got the second, and a beauty it was. Left foot, uh, top corner outside the box. And they were 3-0 down Brazil And Carlos had one And it was at an angle But he hit it across the keeper Into the keeper's corner And it just absolutely zoomed into the top yeah. corner Like absolutely ridiculous Yeah Pop bang lovely you got to love a bit of that And I tell you what That is, that is Roberto Carlos all over mm. Luke's hand up One thing that's worth mentioning About the Alex free kick Yeah Is that no one's I might be make, making a ridiculous point here but and I'm not saying that um, that Fabianski was in goal, wasn't he? I'm not saying mm. that Fabianski should have saved it. Mm. But they Arsenal fell for the oldest trick in the book. Well, that Chelsea player still <laughs> four on the wall. in the wall, Maluda between him, them, and Arshavin, and he just moved out of the way, and no one moved. And he yeah. hit it where he. That's one of the first things the keeper should be saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. tight. Well, get we'll close. we'll come on to that, but we haven't Absolutely. dished out points. Oh, of course. Sorry, yeah, jump the gun. I've forgotten how it works. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> He's back and he's got the points. Yeah. Oh, it's so, Luke Moore. Sorted that out earlier, Jim. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> got some duty free things, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. um, Honourable mentions have got to go to that Venezuelan player. Do you remember the guy who oh, scored a free kick yeah. from yeah. pretty much the centre circle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Absolutely right. ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and another uh, player who was an absolute git for a free kick, Jorge Alberts for Rangers. Yeah, yeah he was, yeah. Absolute marvellous. Let's not say ridiculous anymore. No. <laughs> but they, all those free kicks were ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> this is getting ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got holes. He Lud doesn't. Ludicrous. Um, yeah, no, Chelsea beat Absolutely. Arsenal 2 0. Mm. James. Nothing has changed in a year. No. <laughs> they should have got a point. You think? Yes. Just well, can't uh, just paste this bit in from last year's. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was pretty much. I mean, Arsenal had a few sort of chances early on, and they. Wenger said that they had Chelsea on the ropes at points, and that's true. They did, but Chelsea is such so good in a defensive mode. They're completely unfazed by being attacked and not having the ball. Like it's all like Inter. again, they a lot like that, yeah. Mm. And they we just couldn't find a way around them. I mean, I don't think they've conceded a goal at Stamford Bridge yet um, in the league this season. I know right. Shoda Amiobi scored too. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, yeah, that's but, um, funny in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a difficult game And in a way I think it's good that we've had that game After a Champions League game Because we'd have probably lost it anyway yeah. It's just, just getting to that point Where it's just they're just so far ahead of us And it's, it's annoying I mean, I mean Chelsea really pack the box after mm. As soon as the ball gets anywhere near their box They yeah. they'd seem to have so many men over Look it's at ridiculous. the players they've got though Look yeah. at the players in front of their back four mm. um, 
Ramirez, uh, Essien, Mikel. I mean, come on. Well, look at the size <laughs> of the players all <laughs> yeah. over the pitch. They are, they're, they're all huge, huge guys, and they just but with a lot of skill, and they just power through, and they just overrunning. They overrun us, I suppose, in terms of. Uh, just, just the sort of professionalism and quality. Like, obviously, you know, Arsenal did play well. I think it's fair to say for a lot of the game, but it just wasn't enough. I well, thought Arsenal should have got a point. Well, they played the, good, the interesting thing I found, and I'm not sure it's to do with the, in, uh, the in, introduction of Shamak, is that they almost seem to consciously change their tactics. They hit the wide, the flanks a lot more. And they got crosses in. Mm. You never see Arsenal cross very often. They well, got quite you, a lot of crosses you in. Kind of Bettner's plan. Oh, but, but for me, it was apparent that they thought. I, I might be wrong, but it looked to me like they thought, right, we're going to cross against them. Mm. See how they get on against cross balls with Shamak in there. Well, Shamak looked really lively at first. He's a better quality player than Bentner. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. He is indeed. Um, well, let's talk about Blackpool. Oh yeah, mm. give him some credit, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Let's start with them. Yeah. They were superb. Yeah, they no, moved the ball around so well. They've had a wonderful start to the season, and I, I sincerely hope they don't do a hull. You know, and I don't think they will do. I think, I think Oliver is too sensible for that. He's very, very, very level-headed. He actually said it one, but he said, "I'm it not going to, I'm not going to even crack a smile until we've got enough points for safety." Yeah, he did say he did aim for like thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might want to be uh, yeah. up in the ante a bit. <laughs> but the thing I like about Blackpool at the moment is. Um, their, their bounce back ability. They've had a couple of they had an absolute hiding at the Emirates, but they've uh, and they keep well, and Chelsea, yeah, and they keep they they just come back from it. They, mm. they they're not phased by it, and they they just but keep battling. They keep fighting. They're playing good football as well, and the great away wins. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think they've got the best away form in the league. But do you, do you think they've just gone against teams? I mean, Liverpool's a little bit of a different kettle of fish these days. But do you think they've Holloway said to them ahead of like Chelsea and Arsenal? He said, "Look, you've earned your chance to play. Just enjoy yourselves. You know, you're not expecting anything from it. Just enjoy yourselves." Maybe he, he did sort of say that he was a little bit naive taking them to uh, Stamford Bridge. They did play away, didn't they? they did yeah, play like, they they were. second half though, they, they shut Chelsea look, out. And they at, were trying to score. But, but look at how sort of like fairly average players like DJ Campbell, like uh, <laughs> yeah. like, like Varney. He was beating. Uh, to be fair, though, he was beating their back their back four for pace every single time. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Fine, Glenn was Johnson's <laughs> awful penalty <laughs> just ghosted past him, and he just stuck out a leg. It was awful, awful performance. For, for me, Glenn Johnson needs to be. Mo- I know they don't really play that sort of formation, but he needs to move the same way Gareth Bale's moved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At the back, and it, I'll no. stick my neck out and say he's worse at the back than he was at Pompey. And at, at, Pom- <laughs> at Pompey, he was all right at the back. He was average, but don't forget, he went for eighteen million. Quinn mm. it's like That's he's it's like he's it? been absolved of defensive responsibility like he's decided that himself yeah oh, absolutely. he's absolved himself from it yeah. but it, it's just it's phenomenal it, it's like he's one of those traditional um, Brazilian kind of wing backs and they come to Europe mm. and they go okay so you want to defend them well hang on well, that's not what we do. No. <laughs> but in, in quite a disjointed team, I think that stands out more because he's more likely to get caught out. You know, mm. I think a lot of players aren't, just aren't doing their jobs, and they just seem so. Are you worried about disjointed? Are you worried for Uncle Roy? I am. Yeah, yeah I'm a little bit. So one thing that gives Blackpool even more credit is, um, I believe I'm right in saying uh, I read this today. I forget where, so apologies. Uh, it, Ten out of the eleven that started for Liverpool played at the World Cup. Mm. And they, they, they've got something like an av- they've got an average caps of fifty five each or something. <laughs> Liverpool. I, th- I think I, I think they were. I think Liverpool were unlucky not to at least get a point because uh, they uh, that saved the end from guilt. Oh yeah, it was actually massive. Point blank. Really good season. Incredible. incredible. Superb. At yeah. Newcastle. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Hol- did you see Holloway in the crowd at uh, live at the Apollo? Yeah, he was smiling <laughs> then. <laughs> he was smiling then. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. that. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Someone pick him out though. They were picking him out a lot. What were they saying? It was in Blackpool and the other. Good. I, I think it's worth talking about how 
sort of Hodgson's been given so little time in a way because the yeah. crowd and, and Liverpool fans but they've started awfully though they have started well, this is the worst start since the 50s apparently they were relegated in the season that they matched this for woefulness but, so, woefulness. <laughs> but someone someone <laughs> I can't remember who it was but someone off the record uh, at Liverpool said um, so yeah I wouldn't know who it was because I didn't give their name but they said the club is no, uh, the worst state it's been since before Shankly when it was in an absolute mess yeah, when, we talked, right. we, when we profiled Shankly we talked about how much of a mess That's Liverpool right, was in yeah, there he turned it around. so you can't blame Hodgson exclusively mm-hmm. apparently they were singing for Dalgleish yeah. yeah, that's, that's very what you want. Short-sighted, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it's, it's the same as Shearer at Newcastle. Obviously, I mean, Douglas has had a proven sort of managerial record before, but I mean, it's ten years ago, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a strange. Well, ten years strange ago, Celtic, emotional... he wasn't that great then. Well, yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I do worry for Hodgson. You know, I mean, how much do you think the, the boardroom unrest is affecting the side? Because it seems to be. Yeah, yeah it's it's odd yeah, I mean, that it would ex- affect the players on the pitch. But it does it seem would... like it's doing something. Yeah, you'd expect that it would sort of distract um, people from the poor performance on the pitch, but it just really hasn't. No. It's, like, there's something running through that. It's running through that club like a cancer, man. It's Tories. all over it. What, what is up with him? He wants to go, and I think, I think it, it seems that way. Pompey, I think, I've heard. Well, <laughs> um, uh, Manchester City. Hmm. They seem to be going well. Hmm. They Second. Beat, they beat Pete's Newcastle. <laughs> Well, that sort of game, they Newcastle did. had him on the ropes for a while, and that sort of mm-hmm. game is a sort of game you want, if you want to achieve something, you play reasonably poorly, you've got to win those games, and they did mm. that. Yeah. Well, and the, the sort of. The fact that Adam Johnson could come off the bench and that be such, such a good player, a become man of the match, <laughs> yeah, no, he right. turned us in inside in out on that goal. But Wonderful. That's the quality they've got there, isn't yeah. it? If the game is going away from them, then they can they can switch it around in a sort of quite drastically effective way. So Capello's talking about that the um, the Man City contingent. You think that could be quite important for England? Yeah, well, it would be. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. although a man who's not going to be on uh, international duty is um, De Jong. Yeah, yeah. That seemed like a strike. I mean, we'll talk about attack in a minute. I'm sure, but five miles. It's a bit of an odd decision. Yeah. Do you want to? So it is. Well, you need to oh, say it. you need oh, to talk about the yeah. tackle because that's exactly the well, reason well, why he's not in the vault. Well, Van Marwick has dropped Dijon de Jong from the upcoming international because of the challenge he made on Ben Arthur. That's, that, th- that's not sort of way to treat a World Cup sort of finalist. Yeah, it's odd choice. Do you, do you not think of dropping him after the tackle on Alonso? Well, you've not thought about right, dropping Van Bommel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Maybe it's Van Bommel who's piping up going, oi. This job. is what I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's copying me. Sorry, boss, can I have a word? How many hatchet men can you have? Because I've already been doing this for ages yeah. <laughs> I will kick him if I have to <laughs> yeah. I'm the new Van Bommel yeah. <laughs> maybe they're going to have like a Mortal Kombat style best of three <laughs> um, uh, well this is because Jajong broke Ben Arthur's leg yeah, mm. I, uh, weirdly enough, right? He didn't. Look when, that he, hurt. When, he, when he broke um, the Bolton players' uh, leg back yeah. in March, and when he did that, did that uh, in the World Cup final, I wasn't that bothered. But now I'm absolutely furious at De Jong. It's, it's weird, like you've like yeah, got yeah, some yeah. vested interest. It's in odd it. that I'm absolutely beside myself with anger. It's almost like he's your best at that player. bald prick. Yeah, no, you heard it break on on both, TV. Both bones, yeah, yeah, and it was just. It was weird because the referee didn't even stop the plan. I just thought. That, what the hell was that sound the, the on the replay? And then they didn't it was even, only until he, he after the game. Get, he didn't even yellow card Tevez for jumping in the crowd. To be fair, so it wasn't. I, he- I heard um, a, bla- a player. He, I think he just played left back for Portsmouth in the nineties, called Lee Russell, break his leg in that way. And mm. I was at the game, and I heard it from the stand. It yeah. was absolutely sickening. Yeah. You, you knew it was straight away. The, the, the thing about that refereeing performance uh, and, that, and that issue with Ben Arthur and De Jong is that that referee was close enough to see that challenge. Mm. And he is. And, and, and what happened now is there'll be a lot of backlash and a lot of people saying, oh, tackles are getting ridiculous and he should be banned for this, that, and the other. The point is, the referee just needs to apply the law. I looked, I looked up the law after the Carl Henry one and the thing, and it says 
if it's careless, reckless, or using excessive force, whether he plays the ball or not, it's a red card offence. Yeah. yeah, right. But the referee's not implemented that. No, how no, how did he spot Williamson for the for the penalty? Well, that's not and, a penalty. Either. Well, no, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, like, how did he spot that and not spot the, the Ben Affleck? Now you care? Mm. Just, you but it wasn't even it wasn't even the foot that he was playing the ball with. No. It was his other foot. Just just mm. it would he was already mm. been attended to. He was going nowhere. It was in the centre of the park. It was just it was just horrible. The it actual was, wording is yeah. irrespective of the position of the ball. If it's careless, reckless, or using excessive force, it's like the law twelve of the game. I looked yeah. it up. It's not implemented yeah, properly. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people yeah. sort of uh, think that you know, if you win the ball with a hard challenge, that's it, and it's just part of the game. And you're absolutely well, right. That's what Kevin Keegan and Nicky Butler. Of course, you can go over the top. It's that's a very, very English thing. Well, got the ball. Well, that's what Kevin Keegan and Nicky Butler in the studio. It's not. I haven't got a problem with that tackle. It's just unlucky. It's not unlucky. He's yeah. broken his leg. He's 23 years old. He may never look what happened to Eduardo. Yeah, he may never play again. He yeah. may never play at that yeah. level again, yeah. and that yeah. is a ridiculous and decision. At the, at the early stages of his career at a new club, it's just the worst time that can happen, isn't it? It's absolutely. I did like how he gave he, although he was taking oxygen on. He did start waving at the crowd as he was going yeah, up. He was with high, a broken leg. He was high, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when my uh, my dad <laughs> fell over on the ice and hurt his back, and uh, that to give him oxygen. He, after that two minutes, he was like, "Oh, it's brilliant! <laughs> 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 I should do this every day." <laughs> his torso slips off his leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, I, I think um, I know you, you might come onto the Carl Henry thing in a minute. I I think there's different issues. I don't think it's indicative of the way the game's going, if you like, because these two challenges. It's not De Jong's fault that he's, you know, that he's doing what he's doing. It's not De Jong's fault that he's not suspended. You know, what I mean? it's, it's not the referee's fault, fault for not for not spotting. But him. what message does it give out to a player like De Jong if he can get away with it every week? Mm. Yeah. yeah well, the, thing, the thing with Carl Henry is just a rubbish player. Yeah. So well, this is yeah. He's uh, not a Premier League player. So absolutely. Gets out. The, th- the thing is, a lot of people sort of miss with these challenges, and I think Shawcross is guilty of this as well. A lot of the time, it's clumsy. It's bad defending. Yeah. It's as you say. It's, if you're doing that, if you're breaking players' legs with, by mistiming a challenge, mm. even though you're going in robustly mm. and, and hard because that's part of your game, then you, that's you being a bad footballer. But it's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the way that, like I always used to say, Vinnie Jones used to play. He wasn't a particularly good defender. No, 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 he just no. he just used to come into the back of people and, and get and get well. Sorry, midfielder, and, and and he just used to get sent off a lot because he wasn't very good at tackling. Yeah. The game's moved on now, hasn't it? I mean, in a, f- a few years ago, that rule was brought in about excessive force. If Nigel de Jong for example because uh, this is what happened this weekend use him as an example if he is using excessive force regularly because that's part of his game then he's as simple as that he has to change his game mm. because there's no place for it in the game well, but the thing is if he keeps getting away with it then as you say he will do and this is why I, I think yeah. retrospective punishment on things like this uh, is uh, something to explore I think mm. it could be uh, a good thing his fellow Dutchmen have been making a few headlines Raphael van der Vaart yeah mm. we said he was better reasons <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> another, another issue of uh, a lot of the football media in this country on the telly going oh no one knows anything about him yeah. well we do actually yeah. he played for Real Madrid <laughs> yeah. well at least Shearer can forget about Ben Arthur again yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, just le- I've just read his Wikipedia for crying out loud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did he go and get injured <laughs> that, was, that was crazy as well because it's not like Ben Arthur hadn't been linked with a move to England for like three years odd like, and he's you, been capped for France <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean more so than that even if you are ju- even if you just read the sun you, you would know he is you're not having him for ages yeah hmm. Um, anyway, but Van der Vaart Yeah <laughs> Great start there I have to say I think he's a brilliant player Great technique Great golf scoring ability And all the rest of it um, Just a tiny word of caution He's had a little bit of a Checkered pass sometimes Being a bit disruptive And yeah. so on He's one of those players Dutch, who, Yeah, that's right He's one of those players Who if it's not going to He plays for himself Oh, uh, yeah And if it's not And I know people say Yeah, but that's the type of player Spurs need You know, a friend of mine Was saying recently Really? Um 
it, he if it's not going right for him, he'll then start shooting from anywhere well, and trying yeah. to do it all himself. As Ronaldo's been doing, yeah, and and. It'll piss his teammates off And now I know it's going well And I hope it continues Because it's absolutely brilliant To see that and, and it's great to see Spurs Having a genuine World class player yeah, yeah. It really is And I can't stress that enough But just a little bit of word A uh, little bit of caution on there I just think if it starts To go badly He could be one of those ones You saw him drifting All over the place You know And Redknapp yeah. had to change he The formation He does do that You know I'm for, I for one am very very surprised to hear that he didn't get on well with Ibrahimovic at Ajax they apparently had an actual fight that's right and that's why Van der Vaart went to, uh, to Hamburg didn't yeah. he went to that was an odd move even at the time wasn't it because Van der Vaart was very very highly rated he was yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sort pitch. of went to Hamburg and became their main man. Mm. It's funny that. But, but, uh, the, yeah. the thing is, that you're right. They, they need to, in a way, it creates another problem because we said when he signed, great player. Yeah. We all said that, but where's he going to play? Mm. And now Rednap looks like he's going to have to commit. And the thing is, he has to because Van der Vaart is rewarding him with performances. That's right. So Spurs are you now going to have to build their team around him. Mm. And then where does that leave Modric and people like that? Mm. You know, it's just, well, it's Modric will have to play deeper, and you'll have to take away forwards. Oh, so wide. Let's play wide. Yeah. Well, you, and then you've got four decent forwards. Only one of them can play. Mm. So, That's yeah. right, yeah. But Van der Vaart hasn't made the England squad for obvious <laughs> no. reasons. But um, <laughs> Kevin Davis has at the age of 33. Only marginally yeah. more likely than Van der Vaart, Kevin Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I think Capello likes that type of player, doesn't he? He obviously he likes Heskey and, and Zamora's injured. Kevin Davis is in. He genuinely can't believe it, though. Davis. No, no, yeah. <laughs> and God bless him for that. He, he, said, he, said, he, had, he said he had more chance um, playing for Jamaica. Did, 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 I read, <laughs> probably did. did I read that he made the most chances out of any player in the Premier League last season? Seriously? Is that right? Yeah. Knocked down after knocked down. Up to Joe, isn't it? Up to Joe. Heskey turned down a recall. Because apparently Capello was considering calling up Andy Carroll. Oh, he's got a cock hair, Sonny. Yeah, that's right. Did you reckon Capello asked. Do you reckon Kevin Davis went, all right, I'll do it, but did you ask Heskey first? Did you, be honest? Yeah, I asked him first. I'm not doing it. Bit annoyed with that then. You forget Davis is 33. Yeah, well, I never knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, James. Mm. I mean, these players—they come out of nowhere. You never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's a prospect, Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed. But Robert Green's been called up as well. And he Robin. won't play. What's the point? Yeah. Well, you've got to have three keepers for what? For one game? Yeah, that is the point. That is the sole point. You've <laughs> got to have three keepers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Not, um, not, not, not the pitch at the same time. Rio Ferdinand's back in. Yeah, good mm. because mm. he's he's a, he's a common influence. And whilst United haven't been sort of firing all cylinders, they're not really conceding at the moment. Mm. Mm. Like that, I actually thought the game against Valencia and the Mustafa was a really good defensive performance, actually. Mm. And Ferdinand was a big part of that. And a fantastic win. Um, uh, let's go to the championship. Mm. Um, Neil Warnock murked his old team, Palace, two one. Palace equalised in the 89th and then in the 93rd uh, QPR got the winner I can't mm. believe in the years we've been doing this show we've never to my knowledge pointed out that Neil Warnock has got an abysmal nose no mm. we must have done it's worse than Steve Bruce's I'm putting it out there like, no it's a different mm. nose to Steve yeah, it's, it's worse. very different kind Steve, Steve Bruce's is, is quite a short fat nose whereas Warnock's <laughs> quite long and pointy Warnock's looks like a dinosaur's nose uh, well, he, no his is more of um, dinosaur's nose is just holes speaking of which I saw Jurassic Park recently. oh yeah yeah um <laughs> Jim Jim <laughs> Warnock. <laughs> uh, Neil Warnock's got a touch of the Jim Rosenthal's. Would you say? Yeah, it's quite yeah. satanic looking. Yeah, well, Jim, Jim Rosenthal is the guy, the the the, uh, the the vampire off of um, the Count off Sesame, Sesame Street. <laughs> what do you think of Neil Warnock's nose? I, would, I think it's more like putty. It's sort of you'd want to touch it if you had got close to it. I reckon. 
Dowie's got a bad nose it's just because it's surrounded by so much other weirdness you don't sort <laughs> yeah. of notice so much yeah, it's just because he's got like powered into insignificant yeah he's got like muscles sticking out of his head it's just <laughs> like has, anyone, has everyone else got those muscles what, what is his face <laughs> how do you work those out oh, yeah, um, Neil Warnock's nose looks, I'll tell you what it looks like it looks like a normal nose but when you look in the back of a spoon yeah that's what it looks like that's it's like the Neil Warnock nose roast <laughs> we sort of stand up and just tell Neil Warnock what we think of his nose anyway <laughs> Kieran Cadogan came on for Palace who scored yeah. and he is a good player thank you, you back to <laughs> and as far as I can make out he's got a perfect normal yeah, yeah, yeah. if you weren't here that would have gone on for another five minutes yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he did, well, let's yeah. talk about Portsmouth okay uh, very briefly good comeback I don't know what's happening to them Great stuff. Great stuff. Two 0 down at Middlesbrough. Mm. The Nuge. Unbeaten in three. Lawrence, Lawrence as well. We in the ATS. Crazy the other day. Did you see that penalty? It's really odd. The Pompey yeah. had a corner or a free kick. I forget. Um, it was a set piece. Yeah, they're defending it mm. and they, they cleared it and they went to. Uh, no, sorry, we were we were um, we were attacking it, Portsmouth. They cleared it and went to counter attack. The camera went up the other end. They got into our half. And then um, the referee gave us a penalty. <laughs> it must have been off the ball. Yeah. No, no one saw it. I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. Got on the football league show or anything like that because obviously no. it was on telly. And um, yeah, and, and obviously Lawrence put it away. But um, two 0 down, I waited to Borough to get a result. That's a great stuff. You're going to be your Norby defender there. That's oh yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> well, next next week Portsmouth are, um, are at home to Leeds and away to QPR, so I mean, the wheels could still fall off. There you go. <laughs> Again, um, they've gone back on. But you missed the six. Uh, the six. The big six. Do you know what I was in? I was in a um, I was in a um, restaurant in Crete where I went on holiday and I was mm. eating and I had some guy talking about football. I thought he sounded like he knows what he's talking about. Um, Did he I sound like me? Makes a change. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, from being with you, not joke. Yeah. Um, and I asked him. I said to him, and he was, and he was from Sheffield United. He was Sheffield from Sheffield United. United. <laughs> it, was, it was it was Gary speaking. Born there. Yeah. I live yeah. in Three Bramall Lane. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Sheffield, and I started having a bit of banter with him about football. Oh, you love a bit of banter, yeah. you don't you? And Especially on the continent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it overseas Linica, <laughs> Euro banter <laughs> In Linica's bar I'd like to inform I'd like to inform The uh, listeners That I can perform Overseas as well uh, And um, I started talking to him About the Sheffield United game Where Pompey battered United at Bramwell Lane And United won 1-0 and uh, he was giving me a load of stick and then I saw him again the next day mm. I knew there'd been a game and I said mate did you see the, the football results and he went yeah um, oh, you'll be pleased Pompey won 6-1 and I was like oh shut up man come on give me the result for ages I didn't believe it <laughs> it's only when I came home that I found out they scored so yeah. oh, great stuff um, cut that out <laughs> <laughs> but keep this in because I'm about to say Sven's back mm. Mm. Svenigans lock up your daughters Sven Goran Eriksson wasn't he going to Qatar or Probably, like probably. Like Wherever a couple of weeks ago. Where has he done that? Has he somehow managed to just get all the contract paid up to him? <laughs> so I can get Sven run job. to the sun, Goran Eriksson. <laughs> is he going to run both the jobs and the same way that Del Boy used to do <laughs> for the horses where he has like two dates at the same time? Yeah. He, he goes to the toilet of one day, he goes out the window, goes to the other day. That's what he's going to do. That was repeated in uh, Goodnight with Sweetheart through two time zones as well. Um, well, that was Nicholas Lindhurst. Nicholas Lindhurst. There's, Lindhurst. Link. Nicholas yeah. Lindhurst, There's yeah. the link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those uh, people who have never lived in Britain, they don't know what they were talking about. You're really not missing a great deal <laughs> no. on the references there. Uh, um, uh, but but I, I tell you what, I do like Sven. I think we all do. Well, the thing he the was very respon- uh, responsive uh, to, to the, the journalist. Yeah, to the yeah. press because he walked in the ground. Well, and they were like, "Oh, Sven, very happy to be here." Da, da, da. And he would, and he clearly needed to go in, but he kept turning around, going, "Oh, yes," and answering questions. And then he turned to go, and the journalist would ask. 
and most managers would just bowl in yeah. wouldn't give a damn <laughs> yeah. and every time the guy asked Sven would stop turn around and go back to him and answer it like, oh little Sven he'll be sacked in two months <laughs> so we can go reckon? back to guitar mm. well, these um, were not the foxes I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like what Milan Mandaric came out with um, this was on the Thursday he said we c- this is when um, Paolo Sosa was still in charge he said we can't when people were talking about is, is Sosa going to be for the sack and all and he said we can't turn around now and say Paolo needs to go now is the time for us to show how strong we are together how united we are behind our manager and give him a chance it is a difficult time but it is time to be united and not to listen to the speculation in the media it's as simple as that following day <laughs> he got rid of him <laughs> I wonder what happened in between <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah. maybe from that he slept yeah, yeah well, maybe from that quote they've just cut out but I'll sleep on it <laughs> yeah. well, he's, like, he's like the dice man he just rolls a dice like, <laughs> what a brilliant way to manage a football team that would be <laughs> hey, you, you used to work at Leicester City is there a massive Can't lucky eight ball that yeah, people make decisions push it down, yeah. <laughs> you, you know when Mandarich was chairman of Portsmouth he, he saved Pompey from oblivion and everyone thanked him for it it was, it was a great thing he did and then he went through nine managers in seven years and about the sixth one it was a bit like I know you saved the club and we thank you for that <laughs> can we just talk about this because you're going through managers like like Sven goes through women mm, yeah allegedly so I, I fully expect Sven to probably be sacked one day yeah. <laughs> knowing how much he loves the old money I don't know how much he's getting paid I'll be interested mm. to see the Middle East is made for Sven really oh yeah, yeah. He needs to take on like the Dubai team or something. Well, I, s- I even dreamed this. I- I'm pretty sure we even spoke about it on the show a couple of weeks ago. I- I th- I thought well, guitar. Was, yeah, I thought yeah, it was, I thought right, it was in yeah. line to take over. It would, it would make least. sense, James. It would make perfect sense. Uh, we're going to go back to the South Coast very briefly. Oy oy. South- <laughs> Southampton 2, Bournemouth 0. It was the first South Coast derby between these two teams in the league for 50 years. Mm. Oh, we live by the sea so we can have amusements, but no one else can. Why is that? <laughs> uh, we're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky Lambert got both goals there. Good to see a South Coast derby not involving Portsmouth. Well, um, I don't actually agree with that. No, Ricky Lambert loves a goal, doesn't he? He, he does. Bastard for he a can't goal. Can't stop scoring. Hmm. Don't, and don't stop him unless you. <laughs> well, uh, people are trying, but <laughs> they can't. <aren't> they? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not trying hard enough. Um, <laughs> concentrate your efforts elsewhere. League Two. There was a couple of brilliant results. Mm. Accrington Stanley seven, Gillingham four. <laughs> It has to get, get a mention. Oh, so the other thing it? that's worth mentioning is the Chesterfield Crew game, which is five all. Yes. I've never heard who of a scored, five all. Who scored for Crew? Moore and Donaldson. Oh, hey. nice! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> which Donaldson was that then? You mate, Donaldson. Yes. Do you not remember it? <laughs> it was only on the Charlie. weekend. Yeah. And Bell scored also for Crew Campbell. Yeah, nearly, yeah, yeah, half, nearly. There. Yeah. half there, half there. Um, Marvellous results in League Two. A 7-4 and a 5 all. Well done to Accrington, Stanley, Gillingham, Chesterfield and crew for their participation in those matches. And that was like you were reading the results then. I think <laughs> you'd be good at that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Have a go. Just make up some results. This is a shop window. Go on. Uh, Luke Moore, 1. P. Donaldson, 2. That's good. Mm. Apart from my last at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Um, uh, right, it's, it's foreign time. Good. Yeah? I went to Crete. Well... <laughs> Did you make any notes? <laughs> Dang it, there's not much by way of football there. I didn't see a single football pitch. Well, I'll take that as a no then. Mm. Um, Roy Keane wouldn't have been happy. No, he <laughs> he's there. never going to be happy. <laughs> a Spe- moot point. Speaking of Roy Keane at Ipswich, um, Dog Ipswich, died. Ipswich you got a striker called <laughs> Did Tom- you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Triggs no. died. I can't believe that didn't make the international news. <laughs> well, the old Delhi Murray, you get over there, it's a bit weird. It's a week late, it costs yeah. about 250. <laughs> yeah. um, but worth every letter. I just want to make a note to any proper football journalists that are listening, probably none, but I'll, st- I'll do that just in case. <laughs> yeah. There's a player who plays for Ipswich 
called Tommy Smith. He's a striker. He's from New Zealand. There's also a player who used to play for Pompey who plays for QPR now as a striker called Tommy Smith. They're not the same person. <laughs> so stop saying Tommy Smith scored for Ipswich and, is it and put in a picture of QPR's Tommy Smith. Because <laughs> one's 10 years older than the other and they're different. They're not even in the same country. Is this the Tommy Smith? One, one of those Chinese. Used to play for Watford? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that Tommy Smith. Yeah, one's, he's, he's not a Kiwi. Tommy Smith no. without a Y. Exactly. <laughs> it just seems to happen so often. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know if they even realise there's two of them. And mm. the and the, the Luke Moore who used to play for Aston Villa. It's not me. He's not him. No, no. no. as people so often do. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, let's go to Primera Liga. Mm. Bit of Spain, eh? Did a little head wobble there. Uh, That's fancy. Thanks, man. Keep that. La Liga. Barcelona drew at home to Laudrup's Mallorca. Mallorca. I only saw the first half of that game, but they absolutely (laughs) battered them. They had 90% (laughs) possession at one point. (laughs) Only one point. I know, it's incredible. Messi's got a great goal. He did, yeah. Really unlike him. They're missing, I know you're talking about possession and stuff, but they're missing Xavi. Mm. Of course they're massively missing. He's got the same, well, a similar problem that Owen Hargreaves has got. He's got in, in, uh, tendonitis. Oh dear. Um, Hargreaves is specifically of the of the of the kneecap. Mm. But Hargreaves have been out for much. Well, exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying. I hope Shafi isn't the same. But he's yeah. been given a rest. I, th- I think that what they're saying is because he's been given the, the internationals off as well. I think they're saying he's played uninterrupted almost like three or almost three years. Yeah, now or no, it's ridiculous. Given that they've won two major tournaments and he's won the Champions League and got to the semi as well. That is that is <laughs> and, yeah. and it's as much as you can play. And yeah. pretty much being the main man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and obviously they won the. Do you reckon his mates bring him up? Do you want to kick her out? Oh God, I don't even want to stand up. No, I don't. <laughs> even, I don't want to play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Real Madrid beat Deportivo La Coruña six one. Jose said that some team's going to pay for all this yeah. misfiring and blood. <laughs> Yeah. I bet when you can see that brewing in a team, yeah. someone's getting a hiding soon. I reckon he popped into the lacquer in your dressing room beforehand and went, no. "Yeah, you, you're going to get this," and they all probably crapped themselves and thought, "Yes, mm. we are." Well, Carino have uh, actually got quite a good defensive Do record. You know, I remember when they were a fantastic side and playing in Champions League. With, uh, Tristan, yeah. all them. Remember yeah, when they? Uh, I think there was something like three or four nil down against Milan. Yeah, from the four one, I think, from the first leg. Yeah, and then they beat them four nil at home in Spain. It was get on that. It was incredible. Climber balled it. Indeed, you know, it was absolutely incredible. Um, Mourinho uh, has been talking with Laurent Blanc apparently about Larry White use his proper name okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, about Karim Benzema and his work rate and his attitude because Mourinho thinks he should play with more ambition you almost forget he's there well that's right (laughs) I mean Blanc was saying that (laughs) (laughs) don't know nothing about him Blanc was saying that, um, that he says that some players he thinks that they are surprised when they realise that their natural qualities aren't enough and they have to work tactically and collectively and, and more on their work rate mm. and he thinks that's what's happening to Benzema because he's a fantastic player but yeah, it's funny is. isn't it he's not really firing that's it. how yeah. I reply when you shout at me Marcus on the football field your natural talent isn't enough screw <laughs> <laughs> you Marcus yeah. you are very vocal on the football pitch you would think it would be Luke dishing out the orders I am in as well. our team yeah, but well, he's a monster though isn't he yeah, I'm sure you'll Marcus true. can back up his word with action oh, here we go. Oh, talent yeah. thanks Pete. I, w- I will say I'll caveat my mouthiness by saying I only ever mouth off when the ball's in my own heart <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm not like going Marcus shoot shoot better <laughs> <laughs> I just I'd appreciate to, that kind of advice though yeah so. fair enough I just tend to pant <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, we, we're now at the Serie A section of the show, mm-hmm. but before we move on, um, Luke had a birthday recently, didn't you, Lukey? Yeah, I did. I thought you'd forgotten about that. No, no. Happy birthday! We've got you a little something. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Go I genuinely had no idea. Um, one chippy totter already wears this shirt, and now What's there's going to be two. Eh? What's all this? Look at that. <laughs> 
It's a Milan shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd have a nail on the back, but... <laughs> I mean, you know we, we were planning on getting... I wasn't going to get Ibra on the back. We were going to get Ibra. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's but very then kind you said, of you. Uh, Thank you. Thanks very much. The proper one. Look, it's got the added. I'm genuinely death, touched by that. It's an extra large. Good. So it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I feel like I should put it on now. Well, put it on. we're about to talk on. about Milan. Well, crack on with Milan. I'll just put this on. Um, uh, Milan were away to Parma. Hurry up, hurry up. And they won 1-0. And the goal was one of the goals of the weekend. There were a lot of good goals in the weekend. There he, oh, look at that. Looking good. It's good. It's a nice shirt, isn't it? Eh? Isn't it, yeah. Jeff? Yeah. It's, it's a well, classic, yeah. isn't it? it very, very, very nice, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Genuinely, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank We're you. having a moment on the yeah, show. I appreciate oh. it. Thanks. Cut um, this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did you saw Pirlo's goal, then? Oh, my goal of the season so far, it, it seemed. It didn't seem to be travelling that quick. It seemed it's, to float. I agree with you. It I seemed agree to with float you. into the net. It was he wonderful. It. You could have had like a conversation about it before it hit the net. <laughs> <laughs> He's hit that one, and it's, yeah. it's going. It, it, it's in. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal of the season so far. Right, without doubt. I tell you what. Um, was a great goal was uh, if we just briefly cut away from Italian football was Wagner Love scored an absolute beauty yeah. uh, in the Russian league on the weekend yeah, yeah. but back to Pirlo maybe we'll ramble tube that yeah maybe yeah. we will uh, Pirlo great goal a Crespo up front for Palmer nice yeah, yeah I, I saw that he had a bit of a torrid time actually he did I he's played you. for most Italian clubs he's played for us <laughs> yeah. well you don't forget he had some of his best years at Palmer the first time around mm-hmm. so. I tell you what though um, I mean he didn't really do much for Palmer but Crespo kind of he looked he's 35 now I think he kind yeah. of looked a a little bit older, you know. Not, well, not facing a handsome man. Appalling. But in, what, in no, my what, head, Crespo's still on loan from Chelsea. Yeah. But what I was going <laughs> to say is, though, that it is actually testament to Inzaghi because when he comes on and plays for Milan, I totally forget he's thirty-five as well. Yeah. That goal he scored as well the other month. Which one was yeah, that? Yeah, the one against Barcelona. Against Barcelona. Yeah, but that was, of course, a, a pre-season. Yeah, but that was another one that he just seemed to stroke in. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He didn't try and keep the laces. Very leisurely team. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, speaking of which, Robinho. Oh my goodness. He had a. Uh, I, I don't know what's happened to him. Latan <laughs> should have scored. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I want do. Him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do love watching that Milan side play because when they've got the ball, they just there's some of the flicks and stuff. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's just great. It really is. Um, the derby of Italy happened on, on the weekend. The big game of the, of the weekend. In, Inter uh, versus Juventus. Two saves, wasn't it? It was nil nil. First two time saves. in eleven and a half years, according to the commentator. Wow. Um, uh, and so uh, the reading on the table. We said last week that, that Serie A was tight. Obviously. One week later, it still is going to be tight, no matter what the results are. Um, but Lazio are top after six matches on thirteen, but it's still only nine points separate top to bottom. Mm. But Roma are struggling in nineteenth; they've had a very bad start. Early days, early, early days. days. Ranieri got a bit leery a little while ago, didn't he? He always does. Did that rhyme? That sounded like it rhymes. Fact, I, I say he always Ranieri does. That's Larry. nonsense. He doesn't often. No, he doesn't. No, it's, yeah. it's sort of a strange. He's like a sort of comedy next door neighbour from an Italian sitcom, in my mind. Yeah, he is. He's, he's exactly like that. Yeah, <laughs> but he is sort of just like <laughs> he just really, really lost it, didn't he? He said, he said, "This team has got balls. We will show you." And do you think him and Sven would get not? on? Yeah, I think they would. I, he's very avuncular. I, th- Good. I, I think that Ranieri looks like a stereotypical eld, eld, older Italian man the same way Lamont, um, same way Ramon Dominic looks like oh, yeah. mm. they're almost like two peaks in the same pod just having to be born in a different country it's like his yeah. teeth they're just very, they're very sharp at the corners maybe that helps him. opening cans with them <laughs> Ranieri wants some beans <laughs> <laughs> I think that's would he, re- his, uh, would he refers to himself in the third person, or are you speaking on behalf? Of him? Yeah. No, I imagine he does it in front of a mirror. Yeah, okay. I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're suggesting that he's mental? Yeah, um, fiend Ranieri. <laughs> yeah. I said the sun. <laughs> <laughs> 
cool beans. <laughs> uh, let's go to Germany. Um, Mines have equaled a, a record-breaking seven wins on the go. That's the top. Yep, mm. and that includes away wins at, at Bayern and, and Bremen. Bayern was away to yeah, Bremen. They were only promoted like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Bayern have had a poor start. They've had a very poor start, and, and, and as of a result, I don't think that their players are allowed to go to Oktoberfest. I should be going anyway. That's like Rio Carnival. (laughs) We're going to Oktoberfest. We've got a game. We go every year. We're going. They'll be drunk as well. It's fine. (laughs) Exactly. You've got a game in the morning. Um, A friend of mine lives in Germany, and his younger brother. Actually, it was one of the guys I was in Crete with. His younger brother. um, They they went to Oktoberfest, and he was walking. This is an awful story. Euro travels with Lumor. He was walking along, and he had a a bottle bottle of a glass bottle of Coke in his hand, uh, Coca Cola. And, uh, Nobody he, thought it was cocaine. Well, okay, fine. Let's look at And he fell over, and the glass smashed, and it cut his hand like to ribbons, basically. Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's why Bayern Munich can't go because injuries. <laughs> Bizarre story. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Get that Milan shell off. You're overheating. <laughs> I think I am actually. Um, uh, I think the red and the black compliments the blonde. I have to say. Thank you mm. very much. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Cheers, I'll have some of that. Yeah, that means you'll definitely play like him too. Yeah, um, uh, right, he'll play like me, probably. <laughs> uh, Bruce Dortmund beat Bayern Munich. Just get on with it and talk about the St. Pauli hot dog train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's we're what all we're waiting, waiting for. for. <laughs> um, St. <laughs> Pauli, they're into the top half of the table. They're ninth. They want a way to Hanover. And how are they celebrating? That piece of paper. Yeah. Um, St. Pauli have installed a model railway to serve supporters in their VIP <laughs> section with freshly cooked sausages throughout the That'll game. That'll be a good sausage as well yeah, in Germany. I, well, mm. Jim, I know what you were thinking. I don't think I could love St. Pauli any more than I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, proving you wrong, aren't <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't even. Uh, the term sausage train had never entered my mind before. <laughs> but I it's staying. I think I've seen that video. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, let me say, though, that. It doesn't just stop there. The train runs every five minutes uh, direct from the, the club kitchen to the VIP section. There's an individual. Uh, there's individual beer pumps for each seat and built-in <laughs> flat-screen TVs for action replays. Now, a little word of caution: is that seems all a bit big time for St. Paul, isn't it? I think it's. Mm. I think it opens the door for somebody putting like a firework on it. And sending it to the away fans. That's yeah. what I yeah. worry about. Flair. The train's only for the VIP. It doesn't go all around the stands, man. You know, by the time it gets to the VIP, it's a train. It's a sausage pitch. train. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no rules to the sausage yeah. train. No, but Marcus. there is but there is a track. Oi. Get your ticket and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all aboard. Yeah. <laughs> is there a dining car? The whole train is a dining <laughs> car, sir. <laughs> no, instead of having like a, dine, a buffet car, they've got one car that isn't a buffet. It's not the opposite. Can I have a beer? There's beer in your chair. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is there a smoking section? Yes, there are smoked sausages available, sir. Yeah. Well, it's almost like they're, expect- they're expecting a state visit from Paul Gascoigne or something. <laughs> what will he want? <laughs> sausage train, <laughs> beer in his seat, <laughs> telly. Because <laughs> yeah, he's born. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, right, I think that's the Euro fest over. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, breaking, we're breaking out of Europe, gentlemen. Can we go to Oktoberfest next year to watch St. Watch St. Pauli and go to October, Oktoberfest? Um, well, before I think of an answer for that, I think Luke's got an email. Ooh. Hello, yes, I'm back this week, and I've mm. been given... <laughs> In case you wondered who it was. And I've been given an email to read. Um, 
Do you remember, chaps, a couple of weeks ago, it must have been at least two weeks ago because I was on the show and it happened, mm, and we were was. talking about football chants, and it was Peter Reed's got a effing monkey's heed, yep. and then the second verse was Jim. Peter Reed eats bananas with his feet. And we thought it stopped there. <laughs> yeah, we were naive. But it doesn't because Kevin, we were Kevin O'Malley <laughs> has emailed in <laughs> to say. He says, you mentioned how much you enjoyed the second verse of the Peter Reed song in, in, in the show. Um, he eats bananas with his feet. For my money, however, the third verse tops that. It is, Peter Reed's got a tyre for a seat. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I genuinely didn't. It's good. Because <laughs> he looks like a monkey. Excuse me. Apparently they sing one about Tony Mowbray in Scotland. It's sort of similar kind of thing. But Saint, I don't know the lyrics. So. Saint Pauli's got an effing sausage train. Yeah, beer in, in your seat. <laughs> anything you can imagine. Easy peasy. If yeah. you know the Tony Mowbray one, email it in because I'd like to hear it. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. But Peter Reed, the Peter Reed chant is officially my favourite chant of all time. So <laughs> I'll be interested to see if anything could top it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what MLS? Did you say? Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, um, Debeck. Not apparently, he did Debeck. He got a lovely free kick. I saw it. It was a nice one. Yeah, yeah, he got the winner for Galaxy. They beat Shivas. It's a derby, that. Mm. Shivas um, play in the same ground as, as Galaxy as mm. well. Yeah. Home key rivalry, isn't it? Because it's the, it's the Mexican contingent. Mm. That's Chivas. right. That's I was right. a bit annoyed they didn't put it right in the right in the corner. It was in the keeper got a hand to it. I was He's done enough, got it. I just, uh, Did he get the winner? He's done enough. Did he get the yes, winner? He's done. Get the winner. He did get the winner. He wants a moon on a stick. He's had about a hot dog tray. Now he thinks he deserves everything. It's a moon train. Fill in the blanks there. Oh, now. Oh, oh you wouldn't. I would. Yo. And I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Last week we spoke about Uncle Jack. Oh, here Jack we go. Warner. Was it He's Uncle Jack now, is he? You called him Uncle Jack on the video of Joe Bird. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, memory. Um, <laughs> he's, he's he's a bad uncle. Let's yeah. make that clear. Yeah, he's yeah. a shocking uncle. Mm. Um, this is uh, this was in the Observer uh, from the said and done section. Um, it just listed a few things that, that that has been surrounding his name of late, and I thought this has to be brought to the ramble table. Yeah. Um, it, so the, the little article said uh, eighty-one million dollars. These were the public funds allocated to stadium refurbishment in Jack Warner's Trinidad for last month's FIFA Under-17 Women's World Cup. $81 million. Uh, an inquiry has now been launched to determine where the $81 million went. Mm. Um, it's been siphoned out of the country and <laughs> sausage train sales have gone up <laughs> massively. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently Minister Anil Roberts said it would be forensic. Uh, we will have uh, a report which shows the money was misappropriated Probably uh, want to appropriate. do some financial checks, I would think. Well, the thing I'm is, not sure forensics are going to help in this the situation. Pr- the problem with this is, like, you always hear about this from people. I'm not suggesting anyone's stolen anything at all. But what, what <laughs> if, you, if you are, say, for example, you were going to steal an amount of money, don't steal all of it. Just <laughs> take like two million dollars. Yeah. No one will know, and take yeah. two million dollars again next year. I'll do it like a penny from each bank account, like Superman. Or well, exactly, like, like, like the guy like who Superman. in one of the Superman films, they steal like a, a penny out of everybody's bank account, and they make a lot of oh, money. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean. Like in the film Office Space as well. Yeah, uh, that's which also refers back film. to su- Superman. Films. Oh, really? <laughs> people get people get greedy because you, can you remember <laughs> when that guy? <laughs> on, <laughs> you get annoyed well, when people steal and do things badly, like the time when who was do it? it right when it was it. Ghana when they was match fixing and they won 36 oh, yeah. nil and you were going mental do it so it's 2 nil you'll yeah. get away with it <laughs> so advocating cheating point. and stealing when that guy was coughing who wants to be a millionaire yeah 
Yeah, and he cheated to get a million pounds. Jerk. Just get half a million. No one will say anything. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Or no in Jack Warner's case, yeah. it, you know, allegedly, just be happy with your already exorbitant wages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But people get greedy. Agree. They get greedy. Agreed. Um, uh, Is that a pun or just a happy accident? Mm. A- agreed. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't mean well, that. No. I very rarely plan what I say, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, well, the organisation that, that Jack works for, FIFA. Um, it sort of works for him, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't really work for it. Very true. Um, they've uh, donated £16,000 to the former Togo goalkeeper, um, uh, Kojovi uh, Obilale, who was... Oh, I've left, heard about this. They, he was left unable to walk, of course, after being shot at the African Cup of Nations in January. Yeah, Terrible stuff. That. Yeah. A tragic, tragic story. Um, and Seth Blatter and FIFA gave him 16 grand. <laughs> doesn't he owe like a ridiculous... He owes 100 grand in medical That's bills. outrageous. And Sepp said, I wish you a lot of courage. <laughs> he, he, now, might as, he might as well have just said, well, I didn't shoot him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. pretty much. Uh, 170 grand was the amount of, the, of bonuses paid by Sepp to all 208 FIFA associations in June ahead of next year's FIFA elections. Now, Shocking. surely FIFA's job in uh, the African nations is to keep them safe. Surely the, 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 the to look after the footballing. Well, do you remember they tried to ban him for pulling out mm. as well, Togo? When that happened, well, they did ban them. Yeah, but oh, it got no, overturned. No, no, no. Was that, I don't think that was FIFA, was it? Yeah, it was, well, it was no, the, I think that was the the African body. The CAA, yeah. Okay, right, and they they should never have been driving through there anyway. But no. that isn't the point. You know, the, the, what happened happened, and yeah. that guy, you can't. The fact of the matter is, leaving with that much debt. No. Exactly, exactly, and and it's not as if a FIFA, the big wealthy beast, can't afford to. Sep could do it himself in loose yeah. change that's on him. Imagine if it was a, a bigger, f- d- d- with all respect to uh, the team, a bigger football. Oh yeah, of and, and imagine oh. how how covered the hell they would be insurance wise. Well, yeah. The other thing is that a player that was a lot bigger would be a lot more wealthy as well. I remember. True, but yeah, I understand but, what but, you're but saying. But though, they'd get a hell of a lot more money. Like if it was Adebayor or something, it, mm. they'd be mm. in the millions. They'd yeah. get in compensation. Manchester City'd get money. Everyone would get. Yeah, yeah of course. That's said down column in the reserve is great it's, it's, it's done by David Hills isn't it it's really, yeah, really interesting absolutely super um, right let's go to South America Brazil in particular um, there's been uh, elections uh, in Brazil uh, why are we talking about that here you cry well why Romari- are we talking about that <laughs> <laughs> Romario and Bebeto have entered the world of politics. But well, as a double, I don't, I don't like each other, do they? Well, um, Romario <laughs> has been elected. We talked about this on a Ramble Extra a number of months ago, I'm pretty sure. Romario has been elected federal deputy for Rio de Janeiro, and Bebeto was elected state deputy for Rio de Janeiro, uh, for the state of Rio. You've got to count the votes. Surely he's doing what he's done with his yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. No, it would a little suspect. Yeah. Um, Romario, Romario ran on a socialist party ticket in the southeastern Rio de Janeiro state, and he his party is allied with uh, the President's um, Workers' Party. But uh, Romario's got no political experience, but he has promised to score a new goal oh, for God. Brazil. No. <laughs> people of Rio, people of Rio, you are now going to be faced with the next three years of terrible football puns yeah. for the rest of his tenure, because yeah. he's just going to compare everything to being a footballer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger just refers, in, in, as California State Governor, just refers to Terminator every single speech. You are the real Terminators. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to turn the dead into lead, molten lead at the end of Terminator when I fall in it oh. he had that amazing <laughs> quote didn't he when he was talking about um, I think it was his critics of one of his policies and he says I say to you if you think this I call you girly men yeah. <laughs> I know that's God. basically McBain but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah two things he actually said as well definitely said this because I've 
bloody well saw it yeah. one was he said uh, before the election to re-elect him I'll be back and then when he did win again he said I love doing sequels oh. yeah he did he yeah. did and then he just shouted Terminator 2 <laughs> <laughs> well um, is, uh, is what I meant by, by that <laughs> red also, heat yeah. also how it is uh, <laughs> kindergarten cop <laughs> <laughs> excuse me uh Mr. Schwarzenegger, you appear to have a terrible uh, human rights record, and, and your and your political career has gone awry so far. Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to wash anymore. Just saying films you were Excuse in. Excuse my friend, he's dead tired. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense yeah, yeah. in this context. <laughs> yeah. Eraser. No. <laughs> um, Eraser. Who remembers that film? <laughs> Good one. It was with the lasers and all. One of his best ones. That. Ba- Bad Man and Robert. I didn't even like that one. <laughs> Pick one that was decent. <laughs> You've not let me finish talking about the Brazilian well, election. Well, we haven't said Commando yet. <laughs> Just bodies. <laughs> <laughs> now you can carry on. Um, Last action hero But with Mario and Bebeto It's Boris Johnson All over again really I mean we can sort of Stand in our London constituencies And sort of You haven't heard because a Brazilian clown has won a seat in Congress. Yeah, oh, as we know, Romario. No, no, no. no. <laughs> a gen- they just giving them out to anyone. <laughs> a genuine first come first. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was on the night, so An he just odd, turned up. Odd electoral system that is. <laughs> Tiririca uh, is his is his clowny name, uh, or Grumpy. Um, he he had. <laughs> Why you don't elect him? Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. happy. You were both in the measured, <laughs> you know, reasonable. They had a selection of clowns to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> and they just one of them turned up. Seven dwarves. Yeah. Um, you're gonna love this. He had slogans such as "It can't get any worse." <laughs> <laughs> so elect a clown. It has. And also, um, what does a federal deputy do? Truly, I don't know. But vote for me, and I will find out for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Again, oh, wow. similar to Boris Johnson. <laughs> I, yeah. I do cover a town where he did elect uh, Hartley United's football mascot. Oh yeah. Hangus the monkey. Hangus the monkey. Boris Johnson piped up the other day saying that um, he doesn't. Muffins, muffins, muffins. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't think that um, <laughs> any election where the turnout was less than fifty percent should count. London, forty-five percent. Do your research. You've got a team. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and we shall finish the main section of the show. Uh, do you remember R- Larissa Raquel, mate? Of course we do. <laughs> Come on. Paraguayan model. Mm. Um, Hates bras. Yeah. Th- well, I've got an update. She has a new role in Mexican TV. Which uh, in a program called The Triumph of Love <laughs> with veteran Mexico midfielder Blanco. Oh, oh yes. Yes. <laughs> great! Well, you tell me. He's, yeah, um, I wanted to save it for you. Blanco is going to play a fireman with Raquel May as his lover. Oh, he's having that. He's having. He's, he's having that all day. <laughs> Delighted. Yeah. And, um, and did he do the um, the bunny hop thing with her breasts? <laughs> 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 um, produ- no, a mobile phone flicks into her cleavage. Yeah. Oh, so that's the end. That's the payoff every week. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> like the the, the, the <laughs> every week is like a mobile phone somehow finds her way into yeah. her top. Yeah. Oh, dear. Producer Salvador Mejia uh, said, "Honestly, I." <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what a producer does. But I will find out for you. Vote for me, I'll find out. <laughs> he says honestly, I don't. I don't expect them to be able to act. They're just the cherries on my cake. Wow. 
Does, does, he, does the he mean her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what we meant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I saw that because um, when you've when you've written on here Larissa Raquel my update. I thought it was that she'd been in Playboy. No. I'd already seen that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seen that. Yeah. I think it was linked to on the uh, Ramble Forum. <laughs> was it, yeah? Was it really? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Ramble Forum, Pete? Mm. I, I only saw it because it was next to the ass. tits on there, including <laughs> us. <laughs> Especially us. <laughs> mm. Almost exclusively us, in mm. fact. Um, Pete, you've got an email. I've got an email. It's a long one, so hang tight. Um, this is from uh, Darren Pitt in Adelaide, uh, South Australia. That's Goodbye. what that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, about pre- <laughs> <laughs> on a previous ramble, you spoke about Ronaldo asking for exorbitant match fees to turn up for Melbourne Heart in the A-League. That's I'm a right, season yeah. ticket holder at Adelaide United, current A-League leaders, and the guest appearance of the Ronaldo type aren't that unusual over here. With a very American pay structure, we, structure, we have a salary cap with each club allowed one marquee player who's allowed to uh, earn it in excess of that. This is how Robbie Fowler's going to be here, John uh, Aloisi and uh, Michael Bridges. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Bridges, excellent. Uh, Odd each, choice. <laughs> each, club, each club is also allowed to sign a player for guest appearances, though, and in 2006, Adelaide signed the one and only Romario. Relevant. Aforementioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the city went mental. Posters of Romario filled billboards everywhere. Games at Adelaide's, uh, Adelaide's Hindmarsh Hindmarsh Stadium mm. uh, began with Brazilian dancers every week. Shirts with the Romario on the back sold like hot cakes. <laughs> uh, the rumour is that he was paid £250,000 for a four-game stint, more than the rest of the squad added together, and was given the complimentary use of a, of a luxury beachfront apartment for the duration of his stay. <laughs> wow. Not a bad gig, is it? Uh, now, whilst the numbers don't really add up, there was much talk that Romario only needed three goals to reach the 1,000 career goal milestone, and that here in Adelaide against average defenders, he would easily achieve it. So much more disappointing was it that, uh, that when what we got was virtually an immobile middle aged man who walked around the pitch <laughs> and shouted and pointed a lot he on one occasion berated a teammate who had the audacity to put the ball perhaps a metre in front of Romario for him to run onto Romario it seems does not run he did score though one goal in his last of the four games our then tricky winger Jason Spagnolo 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 ran from the halfway line rode a challenge skipped in the area and shot low and hard the ball bounced up and hit Romario in the stomach and bounced over the line <laughs> He's claiming that. That's, 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 that's a hat trick as well. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Romario fell in the goal mouth to score, but was up like a spring lamb and sprinted over the Adelaide Faithful to celebrate wildly the return on a one quarter of a million dollar investment. Oh. It was the first time any of us had seen him run in a month. Keep <laughs> <laughs> up the great, great work. Love the show. Darren Pitt in Adelaide, South like Australia. It, strange. I quite like the league from what I've seen. Like it, it, They don't seem to get massive attendance, attendances, but they do. it just seems really passionate. And it really is. It's, it's quite... Um, it's quite um, in your face yeah. from what I've seen there's a lot of, uh, lot of hard luckness yeah. <laughs> 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 oh dear yeah. well ladies and gentlemen it's profile time and you know the gifts are they're not stopping here Luke what for my birthday for your birthday because there's a little treat well, not a treat. This man deserves to go in here because he's. Is it me? It's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you missed the word deserves. Um, <laughs> Robert Prozinecki. Oh, Bobby P. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a feeling that would be coming. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Clever. And Darren Peacock's not even Clever. in there. No. Unbelievable. No, never will. John Yates not in there. <laughs> is that is that um, Chippy West Ham fan on the forum still piping up about how we haven't put Bobby Moore in there yet? Disgrace! <laughs> <laughs> Disgrace! Um, uh, right. Like Drogba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, R- Robert Prozinecki. He was born on the 12th of January 1969. 
about 18 months after the summer of love. Yeah, thank yeah. you. These two didn't get it once when you were away. I had to no. fill in. It's not our thing, is it? No. It's not our so bag. You've got to, you know, To be honest, I'm a bit annoyed that I attempted it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll cover for you. Good. All right. Thanks. Then any good captain would. Um, uh, right. Well, uh, <laughs> Standing captain. <laughs> Assistant to <laughs> <assistant theater> the captain. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mario Babetto over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know which one I am. Um, uh, he started life uh, as a boy and he grew into quite <laughs> some players. Textbook. <laughs> Little known fact about Robert Prosnecki, actually. He was You're not going to give it all away before I start? I'm not. I, okay. I'm sure there's loads more that I know, but he was, def- he was actually born in Germany. He was. Mm, he wasn't born yeah. in Yugoslavia, yeah. So he started off in Germany. So, so he could have yeah. played for Croatia, uh, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, and Germany yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to. Well, technically, yeah, I mean, yeah, just I didn't know many people knew that, but. Yeah. Well done. You obviously didn't, weren't going to say it, so I thought I'd point it out. Well, I didn't <laughs> think I'd need to because everyone knows it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he started off at uh, Dynamo Zagreb, didn't play too many games there, and then he moved on to Red Star Belgrade, who were a massive side uh, at the time in Won Europe. the European Cup. Mm. Well, Europe was a much more balanced place, should I say, mm. in, in regards to football. Yeah. Um, but he came to the world's attention really as um, in the World Youth Championship when he was named Player of the Tournament as an 18-year-old. They had a brilliant team. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let me absolutely back sensational side. Let me back that up for you because he was a part of a famous. Uh, let me see what I can get. Go on. Boban. Yes. Sukair. Yep. Stimach. Yeah. Possibly. I think Stimach was. Yeah. Mijatovic. Uh, Mijatovic. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's loads of good players in there. Players he went on to really achieve as well. Mm. Yeah. Very much so. It was mm. gra- that was a genuinely um, brilliant youth That's team. The spine of the Croatia team. That's right. A lot yeah. longer. Yeah. A lot later on. It was indeed because Mijatovic went to play for Yugoslavia when they or stayed playing for Yugoslavia and when, the, they, um, when they split. And he was a, a good player for Real Madrid as well. He was. Mijatovic. Um, Loved to dive. <laughs> <laughs> Loved to dive. Okay. Uh, Prozanecki was awarded the Golden Ball as the best player. At this tournament, and he created many of Yugoslavia's seventeen goals in their six matches. <laughs> you know, it's not bad, is it? Not bad, this this Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before uh, the World Cup of nineteen ninety, he was already marked as one to watch, and he caught the eye. Uh, this was, of course, at the, the FIFA Under Twenty World Cup. Um, he uh, had a pretty good tournament in Germany. He um, came on for Dejan Savicevic hmm. against West Germany. You remember Savicevic? Yeah, Savicevic. Savicevic. It was pronounced as quite a lot. Yeah, I seem to remember Savicevic. Savicevic. People, commentators would say, "Is it Savicevic?" Yes, all right. A rose by another name was spelled Sweet James. He did. Um, he did score in the uh, 4-1 victory against the United Arab Emirates Incidentally, United Arab Emirates, every goal scorer got a Rolls Royce at that World Cup One them. Wow <laughs> yeah. was it, was it uh, I think they got two they? or three okay. goals Two right. or three goals Hopefully it was the same goal So if you scored an own goal, did you get yourself a I don't a think car? they thought about that They oh. took one away It's a big risk <laughs> 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 They took your car away yeah. <laughs> Oh dear but uh, he played in the quarter final against Argentina. Do you remember it was nil nil and a very odd penalty shootout where Maradona missed? Did he hit the post, Maradona? He did. Uh, no, Maradona never hit the post. Uh, Prozanecki hit the post oh, okay, in, right. in normal time. He scored his penalty, though. So that was World Cup 90, so a good tournament Yugoslavia mm. had, and unfortunate to go out to Argentina in the quarterfinals. Uh, the following year, he um, was involved in another penalty shootout. This is when Red Star Belgrade beat Marseille to win the European Cup in one of the most one-sided finals you'll ever see. <laughs> they basically didn't bother playing. Yeah, well, they but, played for penalties. For Red famously, Star, didn't they? Yeah. Red Star yeah, turned up, played for penalties. 120 minutes, kept them out and won on penalties. Unbelievable. Yeah. Executed the game plan, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Waddle was playing for Marseille. He was, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, absolutely and Marseille right. were, were one of the best sides in Europe at the time. Yeah. So it was an incredible win. 
um, and then after well Marseille that, yeah. around that sort of time might be a bit before that had um, Enzo Francescoli who was uh, mm. apparently one of the biggest influences on Zidane mm. that's right he was mm. yeah. we he named his son after him that's he? right yeah mm. very very correct James mm. He went to Real Madrid, uh, Roberto, uh, Roberto, Robert Prozenich, yeah. should I say, uh, for a few years, and he st- I remember a, a fine free kick he scored against Barcelona. He he played against Barca. I don't know if this is the same game, mm. but Madrid beat Barcelona at the Bernabeu two one. Yeah, and Prozenich absolutely run the show. Yeah, it was they, they Barcelona just tried, tried to kick the crap out of him all game. Yeah, and uh, well, I think we should say what type of player Prozenich is actually. Well, at this point for Raúl, he was running number ten, and he was a he was well, all over the place. That's what he was a number Play- 10 really yeah. absolutely superb playmaker player. yeah I, mean, I loved his skills <laughs> yeah <laughs> then we all did Pete yeah. <laughs> yeah he was a superb player and and he did it for the top boys in mm. Europe I think it's well, he, did it, he went, he went um, to um, he, he went, went to Oviedo, Oviedo after, but then he went to Barcelona after that he did yeah. go to Barcelona one of uh, only a few um, a few good men who he, he might have been thinking he's the only player to score a hat-trick for both it's, 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 he definitely oh, possesses he, a, a, he definitely possesses a fat like that yeah, he, yeah. he's definitely done something for both that no one else has done he's but done he's, I'm he's, not sure if it's he, no, he played he played in uh, World Cups with both Yugoslavia and Croatia he scored he did, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he scored goals for, for, for two different international teams mm. and he's yeah, there's definitely an outcome I should have checked that It's annoying Sorry about yeah. that I don't, I don't know But he had an absolute Bastard of a free kick on him Oh absolutely mm. uh, Of course he then As you said Pete He went to play When Croatia Broke away from Yugoslavia Oh the former Yugoslavia Should I say now mm. At Euro 96 Had a decent show in there Got to the quarterfinals But then two years later uh, In France 98 That's when Croatia Really put themselves On the world map Came third He scored a few goals I think, He scored well. a couple of goals Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, He was 29 I think In that tournament So in his peak he's not reached, Well he's not reached His peak just yet uh, Well okay Well can we <laughs> Coming on to two, th- two or three years after that is well, when you're really How old your horses? <laughs> You'll have your un- moment. What an unbelievable end of that man's career. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your moment, <laughs> right. right? He scored two goals. He scored against Jamaica and the Netherlands in the third place playoff. Mm. And they finished third. Absolutely superb. And him and his teammate, that's right, Robert Yarny. Mm. Robert Yarny was a decent player yeah. as well. They represented Yugoslavia and Croatia. And there's only a couple of other people, uh, a few other men, who have turned out for two different teams at World Cups. Luis Monti, Argentina and Italy. Pushkash, Hungary and Spain. Mm. Uh, Jose Santa Maria, <laughs> Uruguay and Spain. Pushkash playing for Spain is just so weird, yeah. yeah. think about it. Altafini, Brazil and Italy. Brazil and Italy. It's a funny <laughs> one, isn't it? And then, of course, those guys. He did um, play at the uh, 2002 World Cup, but he only played 45 minutes, I think. But his um, international record is. He's playing with Pompey then. Uh, well, <laughs> you've, yeah, you've let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> As if nobody knew. Uh, he had 49 caps for Croatia and scored 10 goals and. 15 caps for Yugoslavia and scored 4 goals oh it's interesting that all those players have done yeah. that as well uh, yeah. the only player as you say to s- in the history to score for two different national teams yeah f- um, in, the world, in World Cups that is I th- yeah I think someone said some of his performances for Croatia are quite nicely when they said much of what Croatia achieves starts from the boots of Robert, yeah. Robert, Robert Prozanecki I, I'm going to adapt that slightly for Pompey in a minute okay <laughs> but he is regarded by many as the player with the best technique that has ever played for Croatia hmm he, he's certainly I mean he, he's certainly yeah I mean I've, I saw Gascoigne play in a testimony it doesn't really count but mm. Prozanecki would be well, I'm saying for Croatia oh no I know that but I'm saying that in, with my own eyes he's the best player I've seen play for my, my team without right. a shadow of a doubt well because um, he, didn't dis- he didn't disappear it, well, he, t- well, he lost interest towards the well, end. In 2001, <laughs> I didn't see much of him at Portsmouth. Let's have, <laughs> a, let's have a bit of context here. In 2001, he joined Portsmouth. 
Yes, a man wow. with such a glittering career who's played for Real Madrid in Barcelona. It was like our Millennium Bug. Something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, later. But it's worth pointing out that actually, Portsmouth since then have, have won the <laughs> FA Cup and they've performed okay in the Premier League and they've had some good players come through their team. Mm. Yeah, you, you've got to put it into perspective that in 2001, <laughs> they were basically shit. They're yeah. one of the worst teams in the, in the second tier. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and it was only through a, a network of contacts and through friendships with Milan Mandrich, the chairman, that he ever entertained the idea of playing for Pompey and, and Mandrich at the time came out and said this is a gift to the fans you know yeah. and it really was yeah, yeah I mean, they only you talk about him in, in such Your a glowing way over. well three generations of my family all agree he's the best player to ever play for Portsmouth <laughs> so it, I mean, but that, that's, the, that's the general consensus as well isn't it very much so amongst Pompey I've fans. not heard anyone else say it different I mean my granddad my uncle and myself Carl knew well we've had some good players over the years Mark I don't want to bore you all with that but <laughs> The news, but yeah, but, but um, the news, yeah, right. so he's got time on his side. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, if you think of that that season that it was two thousand one, two thousand two under Ricks initially, yeah, um, Portsmouth had Prozanecki and Crouch really. I mean, Crouch was good then. That was when yeah. he was at Pompey the first time, and I, I, I think Prozanecki got nine or ten goals that season. But mm. he must have put on double that for, for for the other team. I mean, there was one game. I remember I think it was against Grimsby where he set up every single goal we won like 4-2 or something he yeah. set up every goal and it was almost like right I feel like I'm going to just set up some goals now and just set him up and <laughs> did that, he, did that, he, there was a, there was a, a great hat trick against Barnsley well we were four up and we drew four all was that right yeah and uh, he, he, he uh, stormed out <laughs> <laughs> seriously YouTube him because it is ridiculous it is it's laughable when he gets the ball and he just goes off on one it's almost like why is he amongst them one that's something that sums it up for me is when I think he stuck a great goal against Wolves I think it was and he cut inside smashed her in the top corner mm. ran off to celebrate and <laughs> looking back at it now the players that he celebrated with were <laughs> such household names as Courtney Pitt <laughs> Neil Barrett uh, Jason Crow and Alberto Zamperini yeah. <laughs> Alessandro Zamperini sorry so no they didn't have any other good players <laughs> that's right and this guy who, who went to the World Cup whilst he was at Portsmouth well I think because he, he, he was I think there was sort of talk that he was going to go but he was still officially a point player when he mm. got selected I think yeah. but he used, to, he used to just leg it off after games he was, he was a smoker as well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Heavy smoker apparently. Yeah, like yeah. fifty a day, man. Or Unbelievable. <laughs> but he, he did. He did. I mean, he, he did his thing, and I think he really did feel an affinity with the fans, and he was well loved. But towards the end of the season, he just sort of stopped trying a little bit. But I think he played. I mean, he would have played thirty, at least thirty games. So like fifty fags a day. That's like three at half time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's quite fifty, but I, I, I can remember. I, I can remember seeing him. Like, look, I remember seeing him outside. You know, sometimes when you go to the ground or you leave the ground, you yeah. see footballers. Mm. I remember seeing him looking. I can't remember if it was before the game or after the game, but he just looked like a homeless bloke. <laughs> like a beard, quite shaggy blonde hair, yeah. bag over his shoulder. Yeah. In my head, it's like a stick over his shoulder with a bag on the end, like a bit <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like a normal bag. I now realise where you get your inspiration from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> on my right foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But he, he was, I mean, at the risk of boring people to death, he, he was. Superb! Absolutely. It's his birthday, listeners. Come I, on. I mean, Portsmouth would have Portsmouth finished seventeenth <laughs> that season. They would have got relegated. It wasn't for Prosnick. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's the that's the first division, the championship. Yeah. It's just remarkable. Yeah. Uh, after Portsmouth, he had spells in Slovenia and Croatia. He shouldn't have gone to Slovenia. Uh, see, uh, yeah, no one gave a shit then. I mean, Ljubljana, he went to <laughs> Olympia. They were t- they were they were top division side, but no one cares about that. Stay at Pompey. <laughs> <laughs> You're loved. Yeah. And still is. He's the only Englishman in the, the, the fans selected the Portsmouth's all-time eleven. He's only Croatian. non-Englishman. Sorry, oh, is he? Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, now he is a part of Slaven Bilic's uh, 
staff in the Croatian team. One of the things you also did for Pompey, and you can tell that um, he does, um, it's not, I'm not just making up that he loves Pompey, mm. because he did, um, he uh, recommended that Krankar sign for Pompey. Yes. Krankar rung him Krankar was, uh, there was a lot of buzz about him being like the next Prosoneki, wasn't there? It's That's right. Because he's he, very gifted uh, technically. Apparently he spoke to Prosoneki, and Prosoneki was like, get yourself down there, it's a great place to play football, so. <laughs> and it, it, it did open the door for, I mean, not that anyone cares about this, but it did open the door, because the, the year after that, we managed to get um, Merson to sign, um, and then we got promoted the year after that, and then after that we got Sheringham. So you know, it, yeah, yeah. It, it did sort of say, look, you know, we can have big players as well, and it was really important for Portsmouth. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are going to have to. We're going to have to wrap it well, up. Well, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> got I've got loads more here. <laughs> um, I'm going to end by saying that Miroslav Blazovic, who uh, was manager at Dynamo Zagreb. He said once of uh, Prozanecki, or he was involved in, in Zagreb, sorry. Uh, he said of Prozanecki when he was a youngster, he said, if this lad makes it as a football player, I'll eat my coaching certificate. <laughs> well, you can stick it up your bollocks, Barry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get that man in my comfort. I thought we were going to have a final word from you there, Luke. Can we have one? Can we have a quick one? Um, no, we can't have a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> just just a, a wonderful man to all he met. <laughs> He's not dead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Mm. Um, I mm. hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope you've uh, stuck with us, even though it's been a little bit more echoey than normal. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll get a ramble cave. That'll be sort of for next week. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com, and of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Um, and as of next week, what we might do is we might do a sort of forum topic of the week on the show. So mm. get yourself over to, to our website because there's lots of uh, top football discussion and, yeah. and, and even some lols. We've already had some very <laughs> weird stuff yeah. come out, yeah. of it, which is there's, great. There's some great gifts. There are some. Kelme was on there at some point mm. yeah. her play, play by shoot without her knowledge I might add <laughs> <laughs> without her prior consent I've done some drawings of her <laughs> <laughs> out of fluids oh, oh, oh too far Come get this sorry. back get this back um, this back at least you're sorry this time yeah. Yeah. I'm learning <laughs> and of course it, we do have uh, Ramble TV on there and the, the magnificent blogs from mm. our magnificent bloggers mm. and there's Ramble Extra as well uh, which yeah. we do every Friday for 442 oh yeah we're doing Diego Corner in Ramble Extra oh yes this yeah. week there so get go. over there find out what um, the little big man has been doing uh, say goodbye James or Jim goodbye James or Jim say goodbye Pete goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye thanks for having me back and it's goodbye from me uh, we're all off on the sausage train ta-ta choo-choo <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.